0: What's up, everybody? It's Oracle Ja. I am back with part four of this attachment style for the relationships that we have with people so we can learn more about ourselves and others and how to move forward together in a positive way and how to heal this thing so that we can have better relationships. Um, I'm not going to recap at this point because I'm sure you've probably went back to go and see what I'm talking about. And the other, and to here, the other two styles. So I'm just going to jump straight into the third style. And that is the second of th- three types of insecure attachment styles. So the second style of the insecure would be the fearful avoidant. Now, the fearful avoidant is just how it sounds. They are fearful and they are avoidant. However, they yearn for connection, but they equally fear it. So it's kind of crazy the way it sounds, but these would be your people where in a relationship they feel chaotic, they feel confused, they get overwhelmed from their own swinging back and forth between being avoidant and being anxious. So what kind of happens with them, I guess in a nutshell to say, is like today they're happy, something can happen, tomorrow they're not. Within minutes, something could happen and switch everything around. They could suddenly start feeling too overwhelmed or too needed or anything like that in a relationship. And then, bam, now they switch up. So if you're dealing with a hot and cold person or somebody who's up and down, who's in and out. And boy, oh boy, I think a lot of people in the world are fearful of avoiding. I know I have had my share of dealing with people that are fearful avoidant and that could be in romantic that could be a friendship that could be family it does not matter to i need to say that to everybody this is mostly reflected back to you in your intimate relationships but this does carry over into your other relationships however People dealing with you don't typically see these things until they get intimately close to you. So that's why I focus on that particular side of it because I can be working with somebody and have a work relationship with them, but I may not see this. I may see the other part of it because they don't have to deal with so many emotions. Feel me? So it's like whenever there's deep emotions involved, that's when you'll see these attachment styles just to make just to make it clear for anybody. It's like, well, they don't seem like that at work well that's because you don't have a romantic intimate relationship with them but you get involved and oh yeah you're gonna to start to see all kinds of stuff and vice versa they'll start to see things in you so some of the symptoms or signs or ways that you'll know that somebody is fearful avoidant if they don't get a quiz take the quiz or you and you know and you just want to kind of figure it out if they're not one of the others that i spoke about if they're not secure or they're not anxious, preoccupied, then it's a possibility they could be fearful avoidant. So they may do some things like, these are the people that want you to come closer, and then they'll be like, hold on, slow down, not that close, like you're coming a little too close. However, they do enjoy relationships, but when it becomes too serious and they start to feel overwhelmed, they begin to get full of fear about the future of the bond. And the fear of the future is that the bond may break. They don't know if they're lovable enough or not, or just if they can maintain that bond with you. So they may withdraw and or avoid the partner. But usually it's temporarily, just to get control back over their emotions. So this is that person that, let's say they are hanging with you all day, y'all kicking it, y'all have the best day ever, the best night ever, everything is great. Mm, Then they wake up the next day and it's like, oh my God, it's still here. Oh, Lord. And then the other person is coming at them like, oh, I love you so much. This was the best date. And when are we going to see each other again? That right there may just trigger the the overwhelming feeling of, oh, my God, like, they're getting a little too close. They want to do this too much. This was fun. This was cool. But I don't want to do this, like, every day with you. Like, come on. I feel you, but I don't want to do it every day. That's what you're going to get with a fearful avoidant. They immediately start feeling the fear. And then they start to avoid you. A lot of this stems from they fear being left, so sometimes they will sabotage and destroy the relationship, kind of like I'm gonna leave you before the the get you before you get me type personality. They resist commitment or intimacy, so maybe this could be your commitment phobia type people, and it doesn't have to be committed like relationships. It also could be a commitment to do something. They may not want to make plans two weeks ahead because. What if something happens or what if I let you down or what if I don't want to make it? I mean, what if I don't want to do it? Like what if I'm in a different mood and I don't feel like it? They just don't want to commit to future things because they don't know what the future holds and anything could be happening inside of them. So a lot of times they resist that type of commitment. They also will resist intimacy because intimacy means what into me you see now. And if you see into me, you may like what you see. you're gonna get closer but then there's a part of them that's so full of doubt and fear that they feel like you actually may not like what you see so i'm not gonna let you get too close because if i let you get too close and you see me and then you like me then you like what you see and then you start going oh wait a minute i don't like this part of them so they may fear intimacy for that reason if you see that in yourself you probably got this going on or if you see this in a partner Probably have it going on. They fear or have anxiety about being inadequate. Like I said, like they fear, they fear the inadequacy from them for a relationship. So they may feel like they're not good enough for you. They may feel like you are much better off in a relationship. You're doing things that need to be done the right way. They may feel like they have a lot of shortcomings. And they don't have any of this. But this is just the fears that they tell themselves. And we'll get to the why of that in a minute they tend to withdraw when things become too much or it makes them or it makes them feel too much. So it doesn't even have to be you doing too much to them. It could just be them feeling too much for you. And that will make them withdraw cuz you know like I said, they got to get that back under control cuz now they're losing control over their little feelings and it's like, "Oh no, mm-mm, I got to back you up." So they withdraw for a period of time and then they may come back. But, you know, they got to withdraw. Sometimes these people may resort to more casual situations because those situations don't require any emotion in order for them to feel safe. Or if it's a person that they know and they like them, they're cool with them, and they know that this person doesn't want much from them. Maybe it's a married person where they know, OK, they can only require so much from me. So they would only get little emotion at a time. And as crazy as that may sound, for that person, though, they feel safe in that way. Because guess what? You can only require so much from me. So the people out here who dealing with married people or prefer a married person, check yourself. Check yourself. Nine times out of ten, you're doing that because you don't want to have to have so much required from you. Um, they may appear unstable from all the vacillating because again, they fear being abandoned or they fear being trapped in this relationship and not trapped like you're going to do something to them, but trapped like they can't have control over what they do. Once they get into that relationship with you, now there's some expectations and some obligations that have to happen. And then, you know, titles bring on, and once you have a title, now here comes the expectations. If they have to be expected to do something, they can feel trapped. And that right there will cause the fear and which will do what again? It will cause them to withdraw and avoid. So to me, this particular relationship, I would imagine they call, I mean, this attachment style, they call it fearful avoidant, Because as you can, as you see, I keep saying everything's about their fears. It's not about the other. It's never about the other. It's about the fear that they feel. You could be a fearful avoidant dealing with a securely attached person. But the fact that you yourself being the fearful avoidant person, you feel the way that you feel about that person. The fears come up inside of you because now you're losing control of your emotions. All the while your securely attached person is just doing what they do. They can give you all the room in the world, they can give you the space, they can be understanding. But that fear inside of you will keep creeping up because you have a lot of doubts and fear creates doubts and doubts and fear create distrust which is the next thing that I'm getting to they are uncomfortable with their own vulnerability which makes it hard for them to trust others so they push people away and that's what I was getting ready to get to like the fear and the doubts and the mistrust will also make them push people away. And they don't intentionally like, get away from me. You're making me feel too much. Oh, I'm scared of you. It's not like that. A lot of times, it's completely unconscious. It's just been a coping mechanism that they do. So a lot of times, our coping mechanisms, we don't even realize them unless it's brought to our attention. Now, the securely attached person is going to keep asking, Why you keep doing that? What's what's wrong? What's wrong? So then they're going to keep looking at themselves. And that's when the unworthiness is going to start to kick in. And they're going to be like, yes, yeah, I'm inadequate. I'm not worthy of this. And that's not it at all. It's just that they're questioning so many things. It's making the other person question them. Because eventually you're going to start to see it when you get closer. Which is why they keep you from getting close. So on the outside, they do appear to be very strong. Very, very, these are your strong people. But on the inside, they're like silly putty. They are super duper sensitive on the outside, on the inside, but they come off so strong. A lot of them are pretty, from what I know, the fearful avoiding people that I know, they tend to be the ones that are the quieter people. They're not as comfortable being so out with how they feel or with what they think, because they're sensitive on the inside and you might see them. So they keep their feelings to themselves and then when they express them, they may give too much and fear that if they give too much, then they will get too little in the relationship. So a lot of times they tend to keep their feelings to themselves. These, these tend to be your more reserved people. They'll be way more reserved in a relationship. Uh, let's see. What else? Did I have any more bullets? Because I had bullets on them because it was really interesting with them. They are... Yes, they don't like needy or dependent people. And that's deep because they are big givers, but they don't want you to be needy or dependent on them. These people are pretty much like how they do. They keep their feelings to themselves and they deal with their own feelings. So they kind of want you to be the same way. If you're not the same way, then you may be deemed as needy or dependent. And although you can depend on them, they still want you to be dependent on your own self they don't want you to be all needy and clingy and oh I need you I need this they don't want that from you because then that causes another issue and then once again the fears kick in again and then the doubt and then the mistrust and then they go back into that same cycle so you go through a lot of cycles with these people too because just as much as they feel they don't feel and all of this guess what y'all this is gonna make it make a lot of sense the people who have this particular attachment style, when you go back to their childhoods, nine times out of 10, it was a turbulent household. It could have been physical abuse, emotional or mental abuse, or just utter chaos in the house where it just, just everything was going on all the time, like everything but nothing. There was no structure. There's just a lot of everything going on. And if it wasn't that, if there was no abuse, if there was no chaos, then they grew up in a household where they had one parent that was completely present and emotional emotionally available all the time while the other parent was not giving them that type of emotional stability this would lead to them having good feelings about a relationship but then being but then being very afraid of a relationship at the same time which would cause them to do what be fearful and be emotionally unavailable. This is where your emotionally unavailable people come in. So if you've been dealing with somebody and you wonder, they're into me and they like me and they even and seem like they love me and they want to be here and they keep coming around me and they do things for me and we have so much fun, but then emotionally they're unavailable. Well, that's because they want you to deal with your emotions yourself. They give great gifts. They spend time. They'll do all types of stuff, but they will definitely pull back when they need to recharge. I just hope that um, anybody who has this style gets help because nine times out of 10, your person is going to leave because they're going to keep thinking that it's them when really it's not them. Okay. Sorry about that, everybody. Oracle back now, as I was saying, my phone rang, so it just cut me completely off. I hope this attaches correctly. But as I was saying, the person that is dealing with that hot and cold person, eventually over time, if something doesn't change, this person will leave you. Or if it's you that's dealing with a person like that, you will leave them. And not because you don't love them, but because you think that they don't love you, especially if you don't know anything about attachment styles. <clears throat> you have no idea why they keep going in and going out and taking you on this emotional roller coaster that's what i like to call it it's an emotional roller coaster and an emotional roller coaster is it's like the worst roller coaster ever because you never know where you're going to be emotionally you literally start to be ruled and ran by this other person's emotions so it's it feels like mind games it feels like all types of things done on purpose when they really are not doing things on purpose because they so love love they love love and they love relationships and they are great when they are great for them but when they are not in a good space it is not a good thing that would be that's the worst most tumultuous difficult relationship you would ever want to be in I won't say the worst in the most I take that back because that depends on who you are because some people can deal with that and be miserable, and some people are okay in their misery because it depends on their attachment style. So I'm going to speak for myself. I'm a securely attached person. I attach securely to my partner. So if I'm dealing with a fearful avoidant, it's going to be the worst for me because I'm going to be confused, and I'm going to be wondering, and then when they withdraw, I'm going to be like, what are we doing? I'm just going to be lost all the time, and I don't like being lost. I don't like feeling lost. I don't like feeling like you love me today. You can't stand me tomorrow. You can talk to me. Then all of a sudden you don't talk to me. Um, These people also do things like you can call them. They won't answer when they're in withdrawal mode. You can text them. They will not respond to your text message. They even may read it, but they won't respond until they are ready to come out of the recharging phase. And get more control back over their emotions. So it's a lot to deal with. And I know for myself, I have a very high threshold for people that I love. So I'm willing to work. I'm willing to talk. I'll even go to therapy with you if that's what you need. But over time, I'm going to start to resent the relationship. Because I'm just going to feel like I'm giving and giving and giving. And even though you're giving, and that's the thing with them. They're not going to stop giving to you. They're going to give of themselves. They're going to talk. They're going to do things. They're going to be affectionate. They're going to do all those things. It's just there's going to be a boundary and there's going to be a level that they will not go past. When they feel themselves getting to that point, they back up. And I'm assuming this is probably because in that household, if there was a chaotic household, at some point you retreat, right? If you're dealing with abuse, at some point you retreat, right? Whether it's physical, emotional, mental, it doesn't matter. At some point, things come to a head and you retreat. So when they feel that, it, it gives them that same feeling in their nervous system like, mm, this is not a good feeling, let me retreat. So they retreat till things get better. It's like having an argument without actually arguing with a person. And then you The secure attached style person, at least for me, I'm going to be wondering, why are we mad? Are we mad? Now I don't even know why we're not talking. Why are we not talking? Then you're trying to figure it out when really we're not talking because they're not talking. So this is probably a horrible, horrible um, attachment style for an anxious person. Can you imagine an anxious person who stays inside their mind and has to have the relationship in order to be okay in their life? and then they get with a person that's fearful, avoidant, you see? So you can see how each situation would affect the different situations. The anxious person would do different than me. I'm the secure attachment. I'm going to wonder. I'm going to reach out a few times, and then I'm just going to retreat and be quiet because now I don't know what the hell we're doing. What the hell? You just stay there by yourself because I don't know what we're doing. And then when you get back, we'll talk about it because I'm lost and I'm confused, and I'm not going to dwell in that for a very long time. Whereas that anxious person... That attachment style, they're going to be like um, thinking about this person all day, all night. They're going to call, 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 call every day, every day, every night, every night. They're going to text. They're going to call. They're going to keep doing it. Now, I'm not saying that when this first happens with my secure attachment style, at first I am going to do that. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, what's wrong? Something must have happened. I'm going to be in that anxious state that something just had to happen because I don't know why they would stop talking suddenly. But then once I realize, oh, especially if I like if I follow them on social media and I see, oh, OK, they're on social media. OK, well, they just doing this then. Now I'm going to piss me off, actually, because I'm going to be like, oh, wow. So you just just damn not talking to me or you just not answering me. OK, so what is that for? Now I'm going to be wondering, but I'm not going to keep asking. I'll wait because I know that this is a cycle. But how many times are you going to repeat the cycle? And that's what you have to ask yourself if you're dealing with this type of situation or if you are the fearful avoidant. How many times are you going to take somebody through that cycle? If you're listening to this and you know that that's what you're about or if you took the test and you find out that's who you are, then, you know, go ahead and do something for yourself and help your relationship if you love that person. Even if it's not for that person, if you love yourself, it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. And it's so nice to be over here on the secure side I promise you it is. You don't have to go through all the, come here, no, go away. No, come here, where are you going? No, come back. Like, you don't have to take yourself through all that. I feel like that's a lot of mental anguish. But, you know, who am I to speak? Because if that's your normal way of being, it may not feel uncomfortable to you because it's your norm. But mm, that is all I have on the insecure Um fearful avoidant attachment style. And that is a very interesting one. So now I'm going to take a few minutes and try to link this one to the one that cut off. And then I'm going to get into the last one, the last insecure style, which is the dismissive avoidant style next. Okay. Peace out, y'all.